listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yes, sir. Let me dig into your brain. Folks falling like rain. Probably got me selling things. Guess I'm going to explain. Jane is rolled up. No gangs be thrown up. But still, Andre got action. They sweat like teeth. All of my teeth. This what like Keith, all of my teeth. I take it upon myself to handle mine, thinking that you got ample time to do this. Shot you, shot you, th- th- I thought you knew this. I'm crumbling. No time for fumbling. Selling my sacks, watching my back, wetting up my, wetting up, like, wetting them up like splish, leaving them in a splash of blood. The clock is ticking, niggas from my block is missing. I'm putting it down like it's hot, like it be hot before we all get shot. I got only so much time in this bastard. Bitter be claiming broke, but I be saying they procrastinate hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and karen man 25 years today since that album came out if i'm not, if I'm not mistaken from uh what i was reading on title so man that's that was a hell of a intro man to to the world bruh come on and them niggas winning the wars and them up north niggas was like boo they was like oh word boo us okay the south got something to say come on got something to say shout out to the icons the legends outcast um just forever forever southern man like world wouldn't be the same without cast i can't even imagine that's still uh to me the greatest hip-hop group of all time um yes man and and one thing about it is that hip-hop is very inclusive of rap in my opinion um should always be inclusive and i like the fact that it represents all parts of the country because all parts of the country has a very different experience you know you got your west coast your down south your up north like and i and i love it because everybody can bring their own blackness yeah and until that point i really felt like for the south it had been like you know luke and miami like it was no 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 offense to anybody like that Mm -mm. but like ATA Atlanta was was the first time like I listened to Outcast. So I said, okay, I feel like I know these niggas. I know I don't know them, right? But you felt like yo, these motherfuckers is from around the way. Like they talk like me. I know they slang without looking it up. And then some of the stuff was so insular to Southwest Atlanta that even though you didn't know it, it made you feel like you knew it you know like it's like i don't know nothing about this street i don't know nothing about decatur but i can listen to this and be like yeah that that sound like it's up the way from me and um that was a huge album and huge influence on a lot of people from the south and just on hip-hop in general because i mean so many people tried to like imitate the sound it integrated into so many other artists you know Mm yeah up north artists that still to this day try to sound like trap music and shit um so yeah shout out to uh shout out to the legends on uh the yes, 25th anniversary yes, 25 years nigga we old dog i was in marching band playing uh outcast uh for halftime and up in the stands and shit i think it was the tape man i had i think i had the tape of this and wore all the words off of it and shit so um but yeah so this is the blackout tips podcast is our feedback episode you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the blackout tips you can leave us feedback in a bunch of ways you can email us the blackout tips at gmail.com we have a bunch of game of thrones emails i just saw um uh today so many of them um we also have um the website the blackoutists.com you can leave comments on the website vote in the polls there you can leave us voicemails as long as they're two minutes or less 704-557-0187 uh 
Sorry. 704 leave us five star reviews on itunes or stitcher we thank everyone who takes time out to do that we, do. we read your reviews as long as they're five stars and they're nice if they're not nice and they're not five stars i'm not gonna lie to you probably won't get read Mm-mm, probably mm-hmm. will not get read and i know we've already said it on this show but in case people are listening uh for the uh for the first time uh game of throne um emails will be read on this show yeah so all right um let's get into the people that take the time out to donate to us by going to the blackouttips.com on the right hand side of the um of the screen you can click hey donate to the show and we thank everybody that does that we do and we even play them a little ditty i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song is for you today's a new day new day new dinero uh mccole f thank you very much for your recurring donation early daisy photography thank you very much golda s recurring donation thank you very much golda marvin b yes marvin b we appreciate you j4 the homie j4 shout out to him thank you calter h thank you calter we appreciate you michael w thank you so much michael asia d yes asia d justin j thank you solana s thank you as well nerds in luxury those luxurious nerds thank you very much we appreciate it okay candace h thank you so much candace our girl chriselle appreciate you chriselle yvonne m thank you yvonne for your recurring donation adam s thank you adam tom w jr thank you tom annie p thank you annie i'm sure you are okay margaret t gave us a one-time donation with a little message that said really glad i found you because of vice you and karen are amazing and entertaining it feels really good to listen to a podcast that isn't too uptight and isn't too serious while still tackling the most important issues issues that matter to me also being from north carolina slash south carolina southwest charlotte i graduated from olympic high school in 1999 oh shit come on dog a few years after me hey trojan uh your voices are a tie that binds me to my roots now that i'm in the pacific northwest really loving your homecoming episode and hashtag them thrones heart emoji thank you thank you i'm glad you found us baby got a one-time donation from alicia m who says putting in my ties to go towards the mistress's lambo thank you okay i can't we have got my, to take care of the messages now we can't have our mistresses out here publishing all the recordings Mm-mm. telling everybody our business from the church okay you got to keep your mistress riding in finery okay come on uh one-time donation from benjamin c thank you benjamin laura e thank you very much laura nicholas z thanks nick I'm my homie bomani jones the right time i was listening to this podcast last night he has a really good episode that's an interview with uh schoolboy q i mm-hmm. advise you all check it out i thought it was one of the better um interviews i've heard in a while just in general um so check it out rita may c recurring donator thank you miss hathaway recurring donator thank you miss hathaway olivia our girl olivia from chicago thank you 
Mm-hmm. Pete B, not the one running for president. Thank you. No, not that one. Renate M, we appreciate you. And that is everybody. Thank you so much, everybody. Oh, oh, oh. And you look so much better when you smile. All right, let's talk about these five star reviews. We got quite a few. Rich four four two two says, "Hollywood swinging five stars." Yes. Ryder Care, congrats on the Vice News interview. Wishing you much success in the future. Thank you. Thank you, baby. Do yourself a favor and listen. B Bell double oh seven says, "I love." love love this podcast rod and karen are both informative and hilarious treat yourself and listen amazing intro to podcast five stars by celestine shima who says i recently saw your interview on vice and i love the vibe you two gave off i occasionally listen to podcasts with my girl but after i saw y'all i had to get on that my first episode was a game of thrones review and i enjoyed it caught myself laughing randomly walking around campus big ups to you both and i definitely check out more of your podcast you both are phenomenal oh thank you baby you know it is very rare that we do something and people like find us through it in the right the day i found us through that vice interview right most of the time it's not like that yeah most of the time it really doesn't matter what the platform is it's like it's like it's not that no one finds us but it's not like you know we're getting the influx that we're getting so, so shout out to vice uh shout out to antonia shout out to steven um like straight up really helped the show out just by uh having us on there you know so we appreciate it we do uh personal and podcast growth must listen pnw antonio i guess pacific northwest antonio my girlfriend introduced me to this podcast a few years ago and i found myself becoming a regular listener i always loved rod and karen's political insight but would break away from listener feedback and show recaps unfortunately my girlfriend and i broke up but good news we both got to keep the blackout tips oh well i'm glad oh y'all didn't have to split that all yeah i'm glad nobody had to lose custody of us in the divorce come on fast forward one year later i'm listening to recaps listening to feedback and leaving a five-star review even my ex noticed uh caught even my ex caught notice of my growth and we're once again seeing each other oh oh ain't that sweet what oh man that is so dope uh ron karen's good vibes can't help but rub off on you and put a smile on your face check your toxic masculinity homophobia white fragility and sends a stark hate at the door give this podcast a listen i promise you won't regret it i might it might even get your relationship back on track yo that's dope I'm man glad to hear that baby and shout out to girlfriend for a couple of reasons one um i'll never forget this 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 comment that someone made to me on social media one time and it was just one of those things where they were one of those people that's so miserable and they're always so negative so i just refuse to like engage i just you just have to let those people like be miserable and leave them alone but they were like they like i was saying like it's cool that that people talk about hearing our podcast and growing from it Mm -hmm. because it's not what we set out to do no it's not like we're we're gonna improve the world from our spare bedroom like it's not that's not our mission statement but when you hear people come up and tell you that to your face you you know i have to give I, I you know i'll take my face value and be like yo something we said touched their heart and they felt like they're growing from our journey and i do feel like i'm growing as a human being from my personal journey same and so it's dope that people can join us along on that path and whether 
any of us get behind or get ahead it's still kind of we're all on our running our own race if you stay in your own lane right Mm -hmm. so whenever we hear stuff like this it really does warm my heart because um you know i still remember that day when that person was like nah yo you're not helping nobody you know then i was like damn that's a (laughs) you don't even listen to my show or know anything really about me other than twitter and you just decided that fuck it everything i do means nothing cool you know and but but we always hear so much proof and evidence that it's not that way and then the second thing is this and this happened at the basketball court today Uh, i was telling justin about it um i try to put out a positive vibe where i go same you know and so there are people like i was taking selfies with people today at the gym because i i had this gag that i do like saturdays at the gym a lot uh whenever i see justin and and the fellas i take pictures with all of them and i'm like oh my fans is here (laughs) oh look at so many fans and so i was being a dick today like i mean in a fun way not the the asshole way but i was taking pictures of everybody like oh here we go post you on instagram with my fan and so (laughs) at one point i like stood on the court and took a picture with everybody and this is old white dude named joe that we play with and joe is like super competitive older dude he could shoot he could shoot his ass off though but he's super competitive uh he brings like dudes to the gym with him so that he can always have like a kind of a stacked five dudes like we talk about if you listen to pregame you guys know about joe yeah, y'all joke about him, yeah. um but and joe used to like not like me a lot like it's, it still feels like a little like any any day something could go wrong and he could be like fuck rod today um and because i talk shit and i'm having fun i don't mean anything by it but you know and i never disrespect like i'm never like you know you bitch ass nigga like it's never that it's just like you know a little lighthearted shit talking and anytime they try to cheat us i stand up for my team vice versa right so i took selfies with everybody right and then joe's there this older white dude and he's getting ready to leave and i could kind of tell like man he probably feel bad i took selfies with everybody in this gym but him (laughs) and so i came over and took a picture with him man and then uh you know on the way out of the gym i was talking to, to justin and i was like man ain't that crazy like not so long ago that dude hated my guts um this dude this other dude i took a selfie with frank he hated my guts i was like i'm hard to hate like like i was like you know i said it's that positivity man i said it just gotta be like a tennis wall man like i'm not saying there aren't people that hate me there are you know i'm not saying there aren't people i've fallen out with and shit every human being has and there's some people that just really um it's a waste of time to even try to engage them because they never gonna give you any slack for anything agreed but like that's proof positive that you know if you don't return that negative energy a lot of times man people have to let it go they They just don't have a choice right they do and uh something i realized about particularly me and my personality i'm i'm a very very bubbly very very happy person and a lot of times for a lot of people i've ran into the joy that i have is the internal joy and a lot of people because they're not happy or they've never met anybody as literally as happy as me most majority of the time they don't think they don't think that joy is real they don't think that you can literally just be a happy human being without looking at your circumstances looking at your situation going woe is me and the world is crumbling down yes the world is fucked up yes the world will get to you but no matter how bad it is there there is something positive happening in your life and what i realized is that if you focus too much on the negative you have to pay the negative attention don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. but if you focus completely on the negative 
you won't even look you won't even look around to see the roses and the flowers and the trees and shit growing around you because you're too busy looking looking at the other shit yeah for for the most part we still get to control our internal way that we approach life and you know it doesn't mean that negative things don't happen doesn't mean you never get down right it's not about being fake but it's just about the idea of like trying to fight for that positivity the same way that you know if you're not careful your mind will fight for the negativity correct and uh and i know i said this before but uh happiness and joy the world tries its hardest to strip that away from you no matter what it is so i actually fight very very hard for things that make me happy i don't care how corny it is i don't care how stupid it is i don't care how people feel like i should have outgrown it or how how childish it is fuck you i enjoy and that's all that actually matters (laughs) and once you get to the point that you don't let people shame you out of your joy a lot of people let people allow people to shame them out of their joy because they're poking and picking at them whatever it is you like and love because of the internet baby it's a community and likes it and loves it too yes i like marvel movies yes i read comic books yes i play video games who gives a fuck it makes me happy yeah so i'm just you know when dealing with interpersonal relationships i think a lot of times uh, especially when it's negative shit it's just hard to to stay the one that's like positive and i know it's definitely um a, a little bit of where i'm an oddball but i really do believe like you can let people bring you down or you can like fight to stay up you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like it's like drowning you know or whatever it's like you have to fight to they don't know nobody knows the fight nobody knows internally what you're going through people uh assume a lot about people without knowing them yes they do you know uh people when they hear you and they don't know every detail of your life they just fill in the blanks with what they think is your life but y'all like none of nobody knows each other um and so in those interactions when we're bumping into each other it can really end up badly or it can maybe sometimes it can end up positive it can be pay it forward or it can be crash it's really up to you and so you know i know there's been times when i'm with justin and he's like like why are you not like getting pissed off at this thing that's happening right now and i'll be like you know it's not that i'm not pissed off it's like i'm trying to fight through that because i don't want to get stuck at being pissed off and then that's the end of this thing it's just here's this person i don't like sometimes that that is what happens and you can't avoid it but a lot of times man it's not that there's people that right now i think they don't fuck with me and i'm not it doesn't bother me but i'm also i have not internalized that to be like i don't fuck with them correct like i'm just like yeah that's their thing is they need to work through that or leave me alone but i'm not gonna battle them back and forth and get into that shit and that's a very hard thing to do especially when you're like me when you're a fighter and you got that ain't that that dog in you that make you want to just like (laughs) go at a motherfucker because you because they're being stupid and you don't agree with what they're doing like to kind of turn that off and let people be happy is, is is a lot and so this show has helped me see that and the attention we get from it has helped me grow um but i like hearing these kind of stories always brings a little bit of joy to my heart because i'm like yo that's dope that somebody listening to us and and maybe some of our positive energy vibed off on them too yeah and and, and i'm and i'm very uh thankful of that because like roger said me and him growing and the most because that's the thing everybody's watching us grow listeners get to grow kind of outside of the spotlight per se so i'm just glad that there's growth um and it makes a difference and talking about positivity the thing about positivity is that 
uh, what I realized is that sometimes you being positive intimidates people and people don't understand that if somebody's just wrapped up in all this negativity and you come in with this positive vibe a lot of people will automatically reject you just because you're the quote-unquote opposite of them and like Roger said that's where you have to have that fight and go no 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 I won't allow your attitude to steal my joy and kind of fight through that people can't they yeah it's hard for them to understand because life is not that way for most people correct like life teaches you you fuck up or something bad happens you have to respond in kind and that is what we call justice um the other day uh it was actually a month ago at the basketball court there was this dude that just he was mad about something or other and he was like yelling at me he cussed he cussed at me and like i don't remember if he called me on my name or not but he did some disrespectful shit to where i would have been justified to be like hey man fuck you go fuck yourself blah blah i think he had traveled and he was just so adamant he didn't travel but everyone on the gym saw him travel his own team and so i was like man why would they give us the ball if you didn't travel like nobody's on your side just let it go i said people mess up all the time so i mean fuck you man you sorry da 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 whatever i said okay cool man i said now i didn't disrespect you and i want you to remember that um <laughs> you know uh partially because if i do do something later just remember that you, this moment because i i fucking i i kept it nice or whatever and then i want to say like maybe a player two went by and then he just apologized to me and was like man i'm sorry i know you know I me mean? like i shouldn't have said that blah blah you know i i really was like bro it's it don't even worry about it you know what i mean like it's just, like it really was the kind of thing where i'm not gonna let this ruin my time here i'm only here right. for a couple hours and i have other shit to do and this is a supposed to be a fun time for me for my day that i allow for myself i'm not gonna let you ruin that for me and when he was like you know i didn't tell him all of that but when i was just like yeah it's cool don't worry about it like he was kind of surprised like nah man for real i was out i said no nah, I, I i mean it i'm right. not mad at you Mm-mm. i you were frustrated it was you you traveled <laughs> you didn't want to you know it like it was you know it, it's a lot of shit people be embarrassed there's a lot of stuff going Ooh. on inside of you in these moments right and it's really these little moments that 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 brings this shit out so um yeah but i mean it turned out cool but mostly just because you gotta let shit go sometimes yeah you do and every little thing can't be on a hundred i've realized that sometimes people i've learned in my personal life and i've learned that people don't prioritize things everything ain't 10 some things are ones and twos and so you got to figure out what is important enough to dedicate this energy and what is important enough to let go once you learn how to navigate that in life life becomes so much simpler well i think people just need to be honest about it because i think everybody does that correct every almost everybody does it i think the illusion comes from like social media comes from branding things of this nature where people have to be on all the time Mm -hmm. so then everything has to be a 10 you know everything has to be a 100 so i feel like that's a little something different but yeah most people already do it you just got to be open and honest about it uh five stars by ndmend says uh i have been a listener for years and 1887 with with jamel hill pushed me to write this here review that episode was so funny i doubled over with laughter at least three times i'm going to miss game of thrones reviews and i look forward to what reviews come next thank you thank you red hot mama says five stars love it 
my pot my cousin turned me on to your podcast i agree with 99.99999 percent of what you say hell let me quit tripping 100 percent. thank you for making my work day enjoyable Shout out to cousin. and i swear i'm going to get five for laughing and saying amen keep up the good work thanks oh, red hot mama thank you baby yeah and i you know i once again i'll i'll tell you i don't expect everybody to agree with everything we say just, i know sometimes everybody could be far out there that's not it's just not realistic Mm-mm. you know i listen to too many podcasts for me to put that expectation on our audience because i listen to a lot of shit i don't agree with mm-hmm. and not necessarily the most vehement shit like i don't listen to nothing outright or whatever but i listen to a lot of shit that people would be like you listen to that and i'm like yeah because i didn't wake up every morning and i and i guess i was born in an age when it was just kind of okay to be like yeah i don't agree with that person but they still cool right and also i've since you know me and roger been listening to podcasts for years and so i've listened to podcasts grow the the person hosting it or the people hosting it grow evolve change you know their attitudes are different their responses to things aren't the same and I can say we live in a generation where I I a lot for the growth. A lot of people are like, ooh, no, no, oh, mm, I bumped in you one time, fuck you forever. Like, okay, if you say so. Yeah, people don't really like pick our brain a lot about podcasting. Uh, not that they, you know, not that that's something we necessarily want to do all the time, but like, Correct. um, if they were, like, they'd see some of the philosophies and the ways we think about shit. You know, it's a little bit different because we just we did our path a little bit different than most people so um yeah as karen said i listen to a lot of shows um that i could tell from listening to them that they have the ability to grow and they did right you know and then there's some you leave behind where you're like this person is not getting better or they're getting worse or they're going further apart from me i've seen that too and i and i and i had to say a do because just like the basketball court shit a lot of people bring the podcast and things that aren't the podcast like if your life is a struggle your bills are struggling you're gonna have a different aspect uh outlook on life mm-hmm. if uh your relationship is struggling you're gonna be able to hear it on the mic you know um like and people are human they're not flawless avatars like they're gonna have com- uh opinions that contradict others they may or may not be aware of it so it Agreed. happens um all right we had one five star review for a spoiled movie review a new one really dope by aj or aj maybe it says uh one of the best review shows and podcasts and actually had me going back and checking out movies that i thought i wasn't interested in thank you oh thank you like our goal is not necessarily to sell the movie but i do feel like we have some very positive reviews in general uh we're not your typical like i hate reviewing movies oh my god T- yeah. like podcast we don't do a lot of screeners and stuff so pretty much every movie you hear we are spending our money uh whether it's business money or personal money mm-hmm. on on that experience agreed so we don't have a lot of reviews where it's like i guess i'll see this shit because we need to get a review for every mm-hmm. movie roger know me i i look him dead in his i'm not gonna see that and i won't go see it so i think that affects our reviews because they're mostly positive because we wanted to see it and we wanted it to be good right sometimes it's bad and but we try to do every not try to every review we give the good and the bad all right we don't just do the joke pile on session of let's roast this movie and all that shit or why was this stupid and all that we just go okay this is what i like this is what i didn't like and then we break it down so all right and then we got a couple five star reviews on stitcher 
come on through this week y'all y'all didn't have worked didn't y'all do it come on <laughs> did, beyonce, did beyonce put something in the air i thank y'all jerome's in says five stars never miss it i believe the best way to pay tribute to one of the top three podcasts of all time is in the style of varnell hill intro music who could take this podcast yeah yeah sprinkle it with laughs or do the cabbage patch be on vice news tv and then sign some autographs the black guy tips shaboing boing the black guy who tips can thank you shaboing boing back to you buddy and karina aka two detaris says five stars i'm late but i'm here i'm glad you you on time you mm-hmm. right on time baby dear rider karen i am late to the podcast party but i'm here i n- have n- had never heard or listened to podcasts before until i saw reagan gomez recommend you on twitter in the fall shout out to reagan shout out to Reagan gomez just turned 39 yeah black don't crack okay no it don't um man my ears and my heart oh by the way if you're premium i did a review actually I think if you just check out spoiled movie reviews on um itunes now mm-hmm. it's up to that point it is i did a review of quiet place that had reagan gomez on it mm-hmm. that woman is brilliant Ain't like she, she had all the insight because she's like in the industry mm-hmm. and like she you could tell she loved that movie i love doing movie reviews with people who love a movie because yes. she had thought of everything in that movie like 12 times sideways and like just up and down like and she's talking about it from the as a person who's trying to produce and a person that has acted in it and a person that wants to write all that type of stuff she's just doing all that and so you know it ended up being like an hour and a half but i felt like i said like three words because it was just like well bam and then she's like oh yeah but and also this and also that and i was like okay now i'll see you reagan so check out that if you like reagan go man check out our sport movie review of a quiet place um let's see my ears and heart have been blessed in december i get to myself with your premium membership i love your walking dead and game of thrones recast as well as your spoiled movie reviews and other premium content no longer a slacker you are my five stars uh here are my five stars glad to be a part of your podcast community come on karen voice karina aka <laughs> two guitarists oh thank you and welcome baby yeah thank you so much for that um and thank you for going premium you know what i'm saying like i really think uh people are definitely getting their money's worth with our premium because yes, like you, are. you we, open it up and it's a world full of podcasts okay most people will never listen to all the hours yeah we definitely put in the work on that side and if there's something for everybody and if you're just a nerd and you only want to hear nerd shit then you got the movie reviews you got the nerd off um if you're a sports person you got balls to sports if you just like kind of silly you know everyday like observations me and justin do the pregame once a week so like there's just something there for everybody i believe just about karen's cooking show which oh not cooking show food show let's good which mm-hmm. is really about like we try, we're doing it like once a month bi-monthly now we're trying to get a little more regular on that one that's on me um uh because i have to book all the guests and stuff but like yeah we like we have something for a a lot of different types of people so thank you for listening thank you for supporting yes all right let's get into the website we had i think three episodes this week and one kind of bonus uh, episode which was um 
we did what was it what, um I, I i i interviewed kareen taylor mm-hmm. um of we act for environmental justice i did that i did a live crowdcast with her yesterday at 10 a.m i also put the episode on our regular feed mm-hmm. so if you guys want to like listen to it it'll be it's in the same feed you're listening to this in it's a great interview about uh environmental justice and all this other stuff that intersects with race and gender and class and i hope people check it out she's extremely intelligent and informative and uh you know a very it just very it was very fun and informative interview and i you know like we have this platform and you know obviously we're not trying to turn our platform into like pbs and some shit like it's not gonna we try not to get get it let it be boring or anything Mm -mm. but occasionally you know we try to like talk to people like the guy from cut 50 Mm -hmm. um to like maybe inform our black ass audience or some shit that might affect them and you know even though it's supposed to be premium behind a paywall i'll put it out there for a couple weeks so people can be like okay i'm informed by this now right all right uh empathic thugs was uh, our feedback episode we didn't get any uh comments on that but we did have a poll which was do you have student loan debt yes not anymore or i never had any 56 mm. percent yes uh eight nine about 18 percent said not anymore so congratulations to you mm-hmm. i don't know if that means you just said i ain't paying it, it or, uh, or you, you paid, paid it, it off one of them happened and 26 percent of our audience has never had it shout out to y'all i don't know if y'all got scholarships decided not to go uh went to the military whatever i know it was like i'm paying straight cash homie shout out to you right shout out to you ct says i joined the military so i could get my education for free 10 years after i joined i'm on the eve of finishing my master's with zero student loans come on yeah people don't talk about that shit with the military i think i don't know if it's some white people shit or what but it feels like everybody thinks about the military and they just think like drones and killing innocent people or some shit or getting in wars but there's so many people that just use especially black people who try to use the military just to kind of get some level of an advantage in life where you're not straddled with debt your entire fucking life my dad was in the air force for like two years and he ended up getting um being able to get a be a computer programmer off that shit Mm -hmm. you know so it's like knock on wood you know you hope you don't get in a war or some shit but at the same time like everybody like i don't know if it's just a tv thing or or, uh what do you call that propaganda yes where it just make people seem like everybody's trying to be captain america like some people just don't want to live in the hood no more come on and for some people it's just that simple and uh i know when we went to fairville state you know fort bragg is right up the street and it was tons of military people on campus right um so yeah ct says uh I'm on the eve of finishing my master's zero student loans. They might not have done everything right, but free education was definitely one thing they did do right. Law says, nope, I was a community college cat and the only way because that was what my family expected. I always wished I could be the type who loved the classroom setting, but I learned better through just plain experience and reading. I had grants that got me through. Zinzi says, I've never really understood the concept of student loans because here in Nigeria, oh shout out to the motherland Mm -hmm. it doesn't exist if you're going to school you better have all your coins ready to cover that i do still i did still do a a whoop when i heard you guys say your student loans are paid off rod that is major i'm so happy for you y'all why they send me a bill this month for five cent (laughs) i swear to god it was like payment due zero i'm like why are y'all even sending me a bill and i clicked on it and it was like the balance left is five cent i said man i've never 
done an ACH for five cent before in my life. But I I did it so fast. So take this. I'll, I take will, this nickel. I will mail you the nickel if I have to. Come on out, table to the back of the check. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all I heard ever heard about student loans from TV and movies and how they're for life, and you can never pay them off. So I'm glad you did that. I don't know why education is luxury in a country like the United States, though, because we've been made to believe that y'all have your shit together so much for so many years that I th- grew up thinking it must be so much easier to get educated and achieve your dreams over there. It's only when I got into university here that I realized it was definitely not the case. Yeah, America pumps a false propaganda. Shout out to the white folks here that America is the best. America is the greatest. There's nothing wrong with our country. We come and and stomp and, you know, pull our arms and we protect the world. Like, this is the shit we do when in reality, just like every other country, we got our flaws and our issues just like everywhere else. Yeah, don't believe the hype. Please don't. Alicia says, fuck Salad May and Navient so jealous of the above commenters right now i probably wouldn't have as much student loan debt if i was as wise as i am now back in my late teens and early 20s when i signed up for those yeah they know you not which is why that's the time they want to straddle you with that debt yep and a lot of times you you end up getting more uh student loan than you need because mm-hmm. i remember uh one year uh all, all everything was paid for but like five hundred dollars and they was like, do you want to take a student loan now? And I think the loan was like, you know, a few thousand. And I was like, I don't want, I, all I need is five, can I, can't y'all give me $500? They was like, no, this is what it qualified for. Y'all, I'm, I was waitressing. I actually waitressed after I graduated. And I think that was the bulk of the money. I cut them a $500 check because I was like, I don't want the, I knew I was going to have student loans. I was like, this $500 is $500 that I will not have to pay back later. I cried when I wrote them that motherfucking check, but I was like, this is $500 I will not have to pay back jane says i stayed home and went to tulsa Junior college for my freshman and sophomore years then transferred to langston university extension branch in tulsa to finish my degree i still sometimes regret that i missed out on the typical college experience but i am so thankful my tuition was covered by grants and i didn't have to take out loans yeah man typical college experience got a lot of people struggling with that that debt man yeah because at the end of the day if it's accredited that's all that matters it's hard to get sometimes people don't understand if you are in a position and blessed where you can do the typical college experience and stay on campus and stuff that's great but for a lot for some people that's not the route and people don't want to admit that that part of college might not be the route you might need to be a commuter student you might need to do community college you might need to do trade school like it's other avenues that you can take you instead of getting a degree get a certificate there's nothing wrong with these alternative things homecoming review was 1885 we had eight comments um so motor city rob says i agree that we should be financially supporting hbcus even if you didn't go to one i didn't go to one but my sister went to xavier university in new orleans so the past couple years i've decided to donate to them to put money towards financial aid my racist ass pwi has an incredibly large endowment and they don't need any money from me we need to help invest in and build up our educational institutions agreed mm-hmm. and i hope i hope uh b got a lot of people thinking about that mm-hmm. oh yeah and jay-z actually doing a tour uh a college tour uh going from historically backed colleges from um dc to atlanta 
and says the way they teach about slavery in america i think one of the most overlooked events is the english court case somerset versus stewart that was decided in england 1772 this is the case that decided slavery was against the law in england and to some extent the british colonies is that the joint where it was they they came to it was actually about insurance like they like they wouldn't uh they couldn't really outlaw slavery straight up so it was like yeah you can't like be insuring humans and shit as cargo mm, that's, that's, what the they, joint? that's what they were doing they were fighting over it like if your slaves die people want their money and all that other shit yeah i think i saw the movie bell um which is uh i think it stars google and bathu raw didn't mean you see that huh i think we see it here. i didn't see it at theater i saw it in the at home right i think i may have you watched, watched that, that with me i think i did not sure okay i wonder if that's the one man um because i like i said you would think that it was like this moral decision they always Mm -hmm. like they always do that shit where they're like then this decision was made and then they tell it to you like and then this year they made this moral decision and it's like yeah but technically it's just like insurance companies and fraud and all kinds of shit come on um but yeah i don't know if that's the same one it might be completely different 77 to uh hell chattel slavery was unsupported by the common law in england and wales although the position elsewhere in the british empire was left ambiguous yeah they always do that right uh it's outlawed uh over here and over here but uh you know do what you do everybody else the slave slavery is such a nature that is incapable of being introduced on any reasons moral or political but only by positive law statute that perseveres uh is forced long after the reasons occasions and time itself from whence it it was created it erased is a race from memory it is so odious that nothing can be suffered to support it but positive law whatever inconveniences therefore may follow from the decision i cannot say this case is allowed or approved by the law of england therefore the black must be discharged okay all right so uh i guess after y'all had slaves for a while that's good to be like let us cut this shit out all right um now back to this point that you made because i didn't know this <clears throat> this was the case that decided slavery was against the law in england and to some extent british colonies the british abolitionist movement was gaining support the american colonies declared independence four years later from what i remember about high school history this was not discussed in detail but maybe it's just a coincidence maybe it was really the tax on the t yo i didn't even know about this shit and that makes so much sense that that would be the thing that america would be like oh y'all outlawing uh slavery over there yeah we're gonna need to kill y'all and get our independence because we can't not we can't do all this without slaves yeah and you tried to make it about tea right right the boston tea party taxes it was too much tax uh catrice 206 says it's over too many free slaves right as a reformed bee hater i am so glad to not be on that train anymore this side is way more fun lol it is it's it's it is yes i've always liked her music my critique of her was mostly rooted in misunderstanding the time and path it takes for one to find themselves she obviously always been talented but i basically wanted the bee that we have now she's actually far exceeded what i ever could have envisioned not that i waited to join the hive till she uh earned my approval or anything i was discussing homecoming with someone that's still on the hater train get them out your life this person actually watched the damn thing on mute what what why what would the fucking point of that be 
you watch a documentary about a music what a concert on mute the, the level of hate and pettiness to even want to play that i would just not watch it then if i hated somebody that much i just wouldn't watch it um people don't even do that with r kelly do you understand how weird that is people don't even do that with r kelly and that nigga's a whole rapist um she actually far exceeded um, okay uh i can't even imagine that sounds so odd and miserable one thing i loved about homecoming is literally seeing her transform into sasha fierce she is so soft-spoken and as she said country off stage lol i completely adore and relate as a fellow houstonian uh but it's like she's having an outer body experience on stage i was amazed it was amazing all inspiring to witness mm-hmm. yeah especially when they show like behind the scenes with her and jay and stuff like that and even in those meetings she had like she's not up there like i'm a boss you do nothing bitches mm-hmm. like she's not even doing all that but then she gets on stage and she gives you all that energy angela says oh my god homecoming was everything and more i couldn't help but feel nothing but pride while watching my 17 year old daughter has expressed interest in attending the hbcu beyonce sealed the deal for her there you go Mm -hmm. i think a lot of children and some parents who would have never considered it it being open to it it's not that you have to but just know it's always an option miss 1kl says listen listen i tried that diet too child cheese chili cheese uh fell within a day your comparison to mj for beyonce on the black of their blackness is on point like i always felt like artists who were mega hub, mega huge were also scared to be black not hbcu black prince mj or even someone like a luther who was clearly a black artist but never could really be himself there is a freedom that previously existed only outside of blackness for black american people Mm, that's say that sentence again Mm -hmm. other than going to college in the country where majority of population is black hbcus are decidedly the blackest university experience on purpose i did undergraduate at pwi and graduate school at hbcu and i live in dc so i see all the nuance and all the ways that hbcus do their thing uh their way uh and don't try to mimic pwis marginalized celebrities rarely just get to be themselves where historically uh we hope that is going out of the window and side note them horns on everybody mad got me up in the morning mimi yes god that i'm getting to the money everybody mad yes and 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 truthfully hearing hearing the music live actually took a lot of her songs that you've heard as in my i know that i've heard a zillion times and it almost took the songs to a new level because it's something about those horns like i don't know if she would do this but i could see her actually touring with like a live band yeah but see because of the size of that type of band i don't know how you do that right i mean if anyone could do it it's her but i don't know how you would tour with that how many buses would that be excuse me uh star dot star says when karen says she felt the i'm hungry quote i church beyonce said she was doing that whole diet and was nursing the twins bitch bitch i'm nursing and pumping up my brand new singular baby and this shit takes so many damn calories i'm hungry all the time i eat so much and burn so much off that i'm neither gaining nor losing weight and i'm supposed to be drinking an extra quarter water above the average person which makes me thirsty all the time and this insufferably hard-working woman is also dancing and singing and being fine as hell and i haven't worn a bra in two months your fave could never unless your fave is queen b come on 
trace windu says oh my god ride a homecoming was so amazing it was sensational spiritual inspirational hell it was everything and the film was so beautifully beautiful and black personally i absolutely loved hearing beyonce's be open and talk about her uh beyonce be open to talk about her feelings and most importantly how she thinks i've really been getting into reading or listening to interviews from her or donald glover on how they think and approach projects they are working on donald glover did this great interview for the new yorker right before season two of atlanta that i always go back to for little nuggets of advice and information yeah i thought that was a dope interview myself and i think um you know it's cool that we're in an era where people like that that don't really do a lot of interviews um are being so open about their processes and stuff but yeah well you could pick up a gem or two you know pick it up just keep in mind that they humans and they not every single word out of their mouth going you don't have to agree with or whatever but you right. might learn something there's a reason that these motherfuckers are so prolific and talented and all that type Come of shit on. and they might be weird and think differently than you and that's you know that's the things i always think about um and i think most people get stuck on this person is different from me rather than like yo what what is it that they're seeing in this world that's making them be able to navigate it you know so well it's really amazing to see either one of these two go off on their own and create something without people knowing and then come back and present it to the world like here you go i also love how they control their social media presence on their own terms whether it's films albums or hell even the deed of shoe deals for both of them and willow smith by the way it's all truly expiring yo the commercials childish gambino has with monique were cracking me up but also just the low-key mood flex of everyone talking about pay monique nobody doing it and then and then donald glover comes in like let's let's get you some checks real quick like anyway i just love that kind of shit because the thing i really fuck with with donald glover is that he doesn't do public growth performatively for everybody else Mm -mm. and there's gonna be people that resent him for that because they there's an entitlement to where they feel like you are owed to show us all of your growth you don't get to be private in any level you don't get to be a better you don't get to you don't get to come back a more mature better human being you know without showing us your work but i'm gonna be real dog when people do that they do the right things and they show you all their work what do you get for it nothing Nothing. they just criticize the fuck out of you they still they shit on jay-z and jay-z's probably had the most open about face turnaround of any prominent black man that i know um of like yo i was adamantly against uh the growth i was adamantly against taking a stand for for people i was adamantly adamantly about just get your money and fuck everybody else doesn't matter and then he's blossomed into this dude that is giving a freestyle about like nipsey hustle and gentrification how we have to invest in our own neighborhoods and you know he's anti-trump vocally loudly now like he didn't do the super bowl halftime because like that's a jay-z that we did not that did not exist 10 15 20 years ago and now we have this guy and he's done the work he's told everybody he's done documentaries he's done interviews he's consistently always being like and this is what changed in me his album his music is like you can just listen to it and it's like a story of a life of a guy who's like turned it around and people still drag his ass daily yes they do so what's the point like do it donald glover way do it jay-z way they're gonna drag you either way because people have different issues with you not being perfect or with you not or with you being a celebrity whether it's jealousy whether it's resentment whatever they always gonna have a problem and some reason that they don't have to fuck with you so 
um you just can't concentrate on that and do your best but yeah that's what i like about donald glover is that he's doing it differently than a lot of people and just being like this is what i'm thinking about right now all right y'all don't fuck with it or do fuck with it and i'm out and guess what everybody still fucks with it they talk all that shit and you still can't deny that it's it's the talent is there and you're gonna fuck with it right like the fact that there's people out there that anyway i'm not gonna get into the rest of it just whatever uh thanks again Ryder Karen, for another great one trey uh but mill 73 says hey y'all beyonce is a perfect example of how black women are treated by the industry people don't respect the hustle when she lost that grammy to Beck, it was because he was more uh the more authentic artiste that wrote his own songs and played 11 million instruments on that boring ass album when adele went over lemonade it was because she was a more authentic artiste even though she collaborates with songwriters like beyonce right they moved the goalposts on beyonce so often uh people think that just because b works with songwriters she doesn't have any creative input even if i write a song's music and lyrics the work is only half done it has to be arranged etc <clears throat> a lot of people want to ignore how much creative control she has over what comes out on the album yeah also i mean she's essentially the one picking which artist to work with who's writing her shit mm-hmm. um and and coordinate that into this big project that never leaks um while also being the most popular biggest star in the world so i mean yeah i mean it's not like if anybody sang them songs they be beyonce people think that just because b works with songwriters, okay uh the other thing she gets flack for is her desire to keep her shit close to the vest i was listening to a white podcast discuss homecoming and the thing that, that seemed most important with uh was how guarded she is with her information a lot of people get obsessed about that Mm -hmm. how she doesn't let anything slip until she's ready to announce it personally this is something i find impressive about her but motherfuckers want her to be messy like every other celebrity in this social media era fuck that if you had ability and wherewithal to manage your image why wouldn't you thanks for another great week of shows emil right and a lot of times too um and people but i just people want to know everything and then they want to criticize the product because they know everything they just mad because they don't know that i think that's what that critique comes from from me they just mad because they don't know and they mad because you can't go out and scavenge the internet to find the shit you just have to wait that's fine yeah it's it's wild to me um because she she does so much work um to keep herself it seems some level of sane right because like with that much attention on you and shit if you were the kind of person that truly did bask in it there's there's never gonna be a normal for you Mm -mm. like she can't go outside without being harassed she's like she's going to have to be the kind of person that is at a resort somewhere away from normal ass regular people all the Mm -hmm, time because you don't get to have a normal life and be beyonce you know and there's a lot of resentment and i think white people are extra hard on her for some reason i don't know what it could be but they uh but some like her negro noses right but some they're always like because they can't really take a shot at her talent they can't really take a shot at her work because it's not for them um and so now they're just kind of like shady about her and i'm like fuck y'all y'all sound like jealous ass haters to me uh did you watch homecoming yet yes nothing not yet or i don't plan on watching 47 percent of my audience has watched it already wow wow netflix got reach uh not yet 37 percent and 16 percent don't even plan on watching 
Zinzi said, I'm going to be up front and say, while I always respected B, I never really listened to her music beyond what I heard on random platforms like radio or some Spotify playlists. I never sought it out. I never went crazy for her, even though if I did respect how she handles her business. However, after watching Homecoming, the moment it dropped, I must say, I'm a stand for life now. I went and got the Homecoming album, Lemonade album, every other one of her albums. After that, just to see the evolution of her sound and message. The one thing that hit me as I watched Homecoming, though, it actually it actually brought me to tears was seeing all the different versions of blackness on stage would be i saw people who look like me not just in skin tone but in body shape too it blew my mind you never see that right uh and effortlessly like she didn't even try to do like and now i'm gonna highlight y'all look at this fat inclusivity y'all like it was just like no nah, they up here dancing like everybody, everybody else. else and when it's daytime to dance with me with they gonna dance and boom like you know it's, it's just effortless on such a platform with such a star i saw strong talented black women who weren't all skinny or or whatever the western ideal of acceptable blackness is nowadays and when they had a quote from chimamanda on there too my nigerian heart exploded with joy and pride i stand y'all who don't plan on watching homecoming just don't like seasoning huh (laughs) yeah i don't know why people wouldn't watch it but you know to each day on right Uh, 1886 ben and jerry's welcome to the cookout when we welcome ben and jerry to the cookout Mm because they Right. Uh, i got some woke ice cream right um i actually made the show art us eating at ben and jerry's oh ice cream was so good um uh we had two comments uh for this episode uh let's see brooklyn shoe says fuck it with black people or not the thought of hennessy giving grants to hbcu students made me laugh for five minutes straight it's wrong but still funny ain't it uh <laughs> <laughs> wait till you get to them crown royal scholars uh trey swindu says now bernie see how elizabeth warren is approaching black and brown voters if you had at very least tried to respect black voters they might have given you some small ounce of a chance now also please vaccinate your kids motherfuckers bring going to bring back the damn plague by not doing something so simple and logical thanks rod and karen trey swindu right yep this this back black plague polio and shit biden announced it in his candidacy candidacy in charlottesville that would be dope huge mistake or please just don't run are you asking me um that would be a mistake because he gonna okay. run regardless i'd rather you not run because sound like you're fucking up before you even start like he has fucked up so bad before he even threw his hat in the ring so i'm literally like don't run but you're gonna run anyway you know something came out where he was saying that he told obama not to endorse him okay you ain't got no black friends what what's, what the fuck is happening here yeah at the time of the poll he uh he had not decided to run but he did announce from charlottesville with a video um and uh simone sanders is i think his uh campaign manager person so um we'll see what happens with that uh 73 percent of the audience thinks he should just please don't run 15 percent said huge <laughs> huge mistake and 12 uh, percent said hey that's dope i think you know 12 percent of the audience they, they fuck with him okay so uh I, I actually don't have anything good or bad to say about that dude you know we'll, we'll see we'll see how it how it uh runs out well hey i'll I take that back i do i think that announcement was stupid of course like this whole we gonna all come together thing that people think is happening with biden i don't see it happening i yeah, I, mm. I also think that joe biden needs to uh go and update how to how to run the campaign he hasn't got the more updated 
a culturally correct version that says that you know it's some shit you don't do whoever his crew is they need to control off delete because the tactics they're using are very old and antiquated and the world don't function like that no more it turned fast on him and he was just sailing because he was with obama but now you're on your own and what you're doing is just not acceptable now cool um i think um i mean yeah uh we'll see yeah we will see miss one ko says i mean but i but i I said that i wouldn't say anything bad about him but that's not true i there's plenty of shit i think he's doing that's stupid Mm -hmm. uh listen listen i tried that diet too oh wait we already did this uh comment um uh but mill writes in for our episode 1887 aria blows gendry's back out our game of thrones recap with jamel hill yes um hey karen and rye great recap of them thrones as always have you ever thought of using the hashtag that cest that jamel hill seems like a smart young lady she speaks so well i think she's gonna make a name for herself uh nah i don't like using any more period of those hashtags Mm-mm. like them thrones is the the last one i'm ever using same um and that's no shade to anybody Mm-mm. obviously but i think that whole way that um that big schism and black nerdery happened and the way that people just completely flipped like their entire like point of views on shit like uh like who gets ownership and and when does credit matter and shit like that like to see people act like it didn't matter in the name of greed for something that they don't even talk like that they don't even come from that it it just it it turned me off real bad man honestly if if behind the scenes if 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 we hadn't like if if i hadn't maintained that relationship and was cool with firestarter Mm -hmm. i don't know that i would have ever even used them thrones again like they for a while i just wasn't using it and um you know and we have we you know had, had had talked it out and everything and they was like nah go ahead and use it man and i was like you know i don't like i just don't want to i don't like this is not the feeling that i started when i started right. using this it was more like a big ups to y'all big ups to the black community big ups to to like how dope this is mm-hmm. at no point did i think it would become like motherfuckers putting like corny hashtags out for everything right because after a while the hashtags really did become corny and uncool right and it was just an oversaturation mm-hmm. and then white people start paying attention it's just it's not the same so like uh like i love them thrones i love black people talking about game of thrones same i love fire starters podcast i love their recaps mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. and so for me personally like when this is over i'm done with this like i'm kind of looking forward to the last three uh four episodes or whatever um because then to me it'll be like it can end on a high note and we could just move on but yeah i like i saw people trying to make something out of all the hashtags and stuff and i just i feel very careful and uh were nervous about that kind of stuff so i don't like to say like that says or whatever even though i do think about it and i think it's funny and i might let it slip on a podcast or something because you know i do listen to those guys a lot and it does kind of infiltrate into your um it's very infectious slang it is and they're very funny and i listen to them a lot and stuff so 
I, but I try to watch myself with that shit because I don't want people attributing stuff to us that we didn't do. I don't want people right. skipping over giving them guys their credit where it's due. Right. Um, and all that type of stuff. So I just think, feel like all that shit should belong to them, you know? Uh, so if they, you know, if that's a thing that, that organically is created by them and it goes over there and they're, and they're saying something like that, cool. But you won't be seeing me like walking around them that those there all that shit Mm-mm. on Twitter. Cause, and I never was like that really, but you won't see me definitely now that I have, have had this experience be like, you know, that's it or whatever. Like it's cool. <clears throat> that episode of Dem Thrones was like a pre funeral. At the end of the episode there, I, uh, episode three, I would just be glad if anyone is left standing. That convo between Masandi and Gay, uh, Grey Worm uh seemed like foreshadowing to me remember those action movies from the 80s the older black guy either a cop or armed force sergeant or whatever tells the partner they getting too old for this shit gonna retire on this boat and run the crab shack or scuba diving outfit he just bought in the keys then in the next scene he gets fucked up leaving the hero to avenge his death that's what the masandi gray worm exchange felt like yeah uh yeah anytime you start <laughs> it's that scene from black dynamite where that dude start talking about going back home and Stop shit. making plans. Like, you always die when that happens. On a separate note, do you think the White Walkers are going to raise the dead in the crypts? Yeah, I thought about that. I have no idea what the, what the statue, uh, what the statue yeah, limitations is on that. Right. All that talk about the crypts being the safest place to, to seem like a lot of screenwritery foreshadowing. On the other hand, I'm tempted to think that they would need fresh bodies to reanimate but then i remember when bram met the original three-eyed raven before he took his job and forced him to retire even though he had no pension and his 401k was depleted they had to fight their way out to the tree they basically had to fight out skeletons before the children of the forest helped them out regardless the episode will undoubtedly be dope and hopefully we'll get an idea of what the end game of the night king is speaking of end games i probably won't listen to any of the podcasts check facebook ig or twitter till next sunday because i won't be going to see end game until next saturday shit that's a long time baby yeah stay offline i trust you guys not to spoil shit i hope the rapture of the apocalypse doesn't come until after saturday uh keep the great recaps coming although next week's recap may just be you two listing off of dead niggas and recounting how they die piece of meal yeah uh as far as spoilers for endgame man i definitely don't want to do any on the show mm-hmm. but yeah we i don't know how long that's gonna stay like i've I, after a week or two i'm sure we'll have some because mm-hmm. it's gonna it's gonna be out there like i i don't know how people are planning to make it to next week without like that's such a long time in internet times now yes it is there were people that were actively trying to spoil it like mm-hmm immediately which is so fucked up and i just don't understand why people are like that um but they just don't give a fuck man people rather have i guess bad attention than good attention i don't know um do you think gray worm will make it out of battle with the white walkers yes no or he will make it but masandi won't karen he he ain't he ain't gonna make it 62 percent of the audience just uh agrees with you and says he will not be making it out Mm mm-hmm 21% 21% say yes he's gonna make it and 18% say he will but Masandi's gonna be the one to get killed oh, wow, swerve um sounds like Karen's not with that swerve guys mm-hmm. alright well um we'll see tomorrow night oh so nervous for them I know right uh alright we got some <clears throat> we got some emails and we also had a oh we had a voicemail I have not played this to see 
uh, who left it, it or what it's about 704-557-0186 is the voicemail line make it two minutes or less and we'll play it on the air you will get cut off hello this is sonia calling from wvon radio in chicago and i'm looking to talk with roderick about hashtag dims throngs would love to do a live radio interview with you through iheart radio please give me a call back at oh okay well that's not for the show i guess uh i guess we'll be giving her a call back guess i'll need to call wzup back yeah that, yeah that's what happened we don't pre-screen phone calls my bad y'all yeah, i'm gonna give them a shout chicago radio talk about them phones i guess um and that's it for the phone calls all right cool uh let's get into the, uh, the ghetto sorry y'all uh let's get to we, we gonna get it together y'all our emails uh you can email us the blackoutists at gmail.com uh the written one uh james says hey Ryder karen regarding the bustle piece on bffs remember we talked about best friends mm-hmm. and that woman that had the weird like long thing that was like and then we ended the friendship i can see why Marilyn ended the friendship that author is a lot i'm exhausted just listening to you read the article so imagine dealing with her on a daily weekly basis in real life right that woman was a lot maybe she didn't share all that with Marilyn. i don't know but your boy could never <laughs> episode 999 bernie march in the back way in the back feedback so this is our girl miss ct she's been going listening to the uh, the uploaded archived episodes which is a reminder i need to put some more on the feed mm-hmm. um i think i got up to a thousand episodes and she's been giving us reviews of these old episodes i've listened to all the new episodes in the main feed and i've dived back into the archives you think i'm writing in about bernie nope this episode was about drake versus milk meek meal beef and somehow ghostface killer had the classiest old man clapback of all time which prompted rod to have the classiest bernie bro old man style clapback of all time i'm sure it was funny when you all put it out and it's still funny now y'all being real i just want to remind you every now and then keep the great content up yep and i will update the the feed thank, thank you. you baby um but yeah i remember that that ghost face killer clap back with that music that was so good uh Lori writes in just wanted to write in and say thank you for reading slash playing my podcast mate kt's game of thrones rap oh that, that rap was dope mm-hmm. i've been a listener ever since rye was a frequent caller on twib wow you going way back baby can't remember when it, what it was called back then um this week in blackness nope it was called blacking it up oh 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 you going way back blacking it up yes y'all uh i see y'all doing the damn thing and just wanted to sprinkle some more love on it love laughs and light l bug at the keep the change podcast thank you thank you baby um let's see what else we got here uh homecoming review this is by victoria who says i left this as a comment on karen's facebook page then i realized i probably should have left it here ah. <laughs> it's hard to put yourself first because people become mad at you and jealous and upset and envious of you if you put yourself first because when you put yourself first that means people are going to fall by the wayside when you put yourself first people that was using you and abusing you and a lot of times people that saw light in you will become mad and upset i've come to that to the point where well baby you just gonna have to be mad and upset because if you're jealous of me being me i'm not the person with the problem and that's from karen who wrote that uh <laughs> so that must be your status on facebook i was i didn't write that they 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 they, they, was they are quoting you and they put okay yes i said that on the show oh okay 
uh k i felt this in my soul and it brought me to tears i've been struggling with being my full true self because i've been afraid uh being me will push people away you perfectly articulated what being a black woman being a woman period in today's uh in today's world feels and looks like at least for me love your views love your insight love your voice thank you not sure if i should have posted this to your email on here your facebook page but i'm gonna live in my truth tonight and i hope i didn't offend hope you uh mm-hmm. hope you don't mind love you guys v dub the fox thanks victoria Mm-mm. we don't baby yeah that's fine and uh no nah, that's a quote from the show so that's nothing mm-hmm. inappropriate about that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm uh that shit is the truth man mm-hmm. yeah sometimes i see y'all stuff sometimes i don't so don't take it personally y'all i'm telling you like this dog a lot of people got plans for you that you don't even aware of come on now especially when they think you talented especially when they think you going somewhere and motherfuckers will latch on to you like them little fucking like fish i forget what they call but y'all know what i'm talking about you see them on sharks and whales and shit that just eat out the gills like motherfuckers really will do that shit to you man and you gotta be careful cause everybody ain't there for you Mm-mm. and the second you deviate from that path the second that they can't control you the second that they like fake ass love bombing of you doesn't like like reap reap the benefit and the reward that of in quote unquote investing in you they be out of there man they don't like that shit but mm-hmm. I'm telling you one of the things about that positive energy man and just being myself and like trusting my instincts so many people have taken care of their motherfucking selves i haven't yes. had to have not conflict the one with them mm-hmm. i ain't had to argue with them it ain't mm-hmm. been a knockdown drag out if they don't have to fuck with me and that's gonna make their life better then i agree right because it's about you finding your own peace yeah allegra says episode 1882 runaway negro creek <clears throat> listen it took me 154 years to realize the name and had no for them to realize the name had no place in current society I actually had to pull over and write this to you too i'm actually i actually laughed out loud amazing love you both Thank and you. to be clear the name i'm referring to is runaway negro creek uh the episode fucking with black people is too much this episode is fucking with black people is too much thank you for listening Thank and, you. yeah i actually heard a counter argument to that which was a uh, killer mike on jamel hill's podcast uh jamel hill is unbothered and he was saying they should have kept the name because you know it's a reminder and it's you know it lets you know that black people wasn't cool with this slavery shit and they was running away uh to which i'm like you know i definitely understand what his point is uh on that uh but i i, I don't know i i but i did get his point though i, I was like you know that's a good point but you know most people ain't gonna look at it that way they are not uh i wish they had named it like i think he also suggested maybe harriet tubman creek or something i wish they would have done that now okay i'm with that one like somebody symbolic of we are leaving this motherfucker come on without without it being like freedom creek you know freedom does seem like you could just call it liberty creek although now don't okay so now that y'all have heard that story how many of y'all wonder how much shit has been renamed around us and we just don't know right a lot of shit has been renamed like we got people. a we got a freedom park around here was that in runaway niggers park was that it may have been i don't know it's been freedom park all my life but i guarantee you it wasn't always freedom park. right like is liberty village is that actually uh kill massa in his sleep village and we just don't know it it might have been a lot of dig- niggas died over there park i don't right. know what it was called uh uh episode 1886 creepy catholic legging mom rebecca writes in rod 
and karen creepy catholic leggy mom needs to stay in her lane catholic parishes are just happy people are showing up countless people are leaving because the priest can't stop diddling little boys come on losing all that money right y'all might actually get some new attendees and it'll look at some butts okay y'all need to start exercising this uh i'd invite her to my church to the church of my house saint bernard's every mass they talk about the assault on their faith morals values because of the homosexuals every mass christmas easter ash wednesday all of them my wife and i have gone a couple times the church was still has still not burst into flames it also has a dress code that fits her needs women must wear skirts or dresses and they have to have sleeves she seems like she would fit right in with her hating ass wow she need to find a new church like that instead of judging everyone that's coming to mass and try to get to try to get their soul right anyway i'm new to the show from the vice story glad i found y'all loving them thrones recast and appreciate the commentary on current events i've been avidly listening over the last week or so trying to get the feel for this community you've built i know it's not meant for me but i hope you have some room for a white queer in the mix wishing y'all much love and continued success becca from covington um of course you can come listen oh yeah baby yeah we don't see that's the thing man i know uh it's become a quite a thing uh especially online uh, the whole like you know this ain't for you colonizer get out of here type of shit but it's not that's not even the vibe we making we just mm-hmm. have made a product that is with us in mind first and foremost right but and this is gonna sound like shade and it is a little bit shade white people consume everything they don't give a fuck right no like, matter what it is like there's no black comedian that's famous that white people don't love too it's impossible Come on. there's no black athlete that's famous that white people don't have to fuck with on some level just because you can't go you can't be anybody here in america without dealing with the idea of white people's eyes being on you and so while we do this show that we try to make that an afterthought um we also don't try to like i feel like it will also be out of my nature to make a show that's like fuck white people don't listen to my show Mm, right because that's just not my nature i don't even feel that way so same you know and i know a lot of people do this performative wokeness where they like try to i don't know like get cookies high fives from other black people with the like look how much i hate white people shit and i'm not even down with that to be honest like that's their vibe but it's not for me like no because that to me is still taking just as much energy out of my life that i could be putting into myself and the things i believe in and my people and now i'm giving that energy back to white people in the form of well at least i'm hating on them but i don't want to do that so right yeah yeah our show is not uh anti anything or there's no community that can't be here and you know and there's communities we're not a part of that we still try to like at least uh speak up for or elevate their issues so that people can see the kind of things that they're dealing with so you being uh queer is still like uh, we have segments on the show we talk about those issues as well yes yes and this and this guy we're like look everybody can have a meal uh all we ask is that you don't tell the chefs how to uh not to use no seasoning as long as you be like <laughs> hey this is too much spices we good right <clears throat> hey rod this is from crystal so i'm not sure how to articulate this but i loved homecoming because it celebrated american blackness i feel like too often uh, americans may not be celebrated and are viewed as having no culture by blacks from the diaspora and i love the movie us but it's not lost on me that the black people were played by non-americans not that we have a monopoly on black movies but i guess i just feel like being plain old american black isn't enough sometimes 
am i just in my feelings i don't know uh, only you can answer that question i don't know either um all the actors in that movie aren't from america in winston duke winston duke not from america well i don't know um yeah i like this is another one of those things where uh i i don't really care yeah. and it's not and it's not to say you shouldn't care it's just not my fight uh the diaspora wars thing the like like i feel like acting is acting you know what i mean so like if you black and you come over here and you can play this role cool um i don't know if it flows the other way because i don't watch a lot of british television or whatever correct but i just only i think it would only stick out to me if i thought an actor didn't do a good job or if i felt like their representation was bad then i think i would be like wait a minute why is this person getting this role but i i kind of feel like uh people kind of tumblered this shit out and it's not really cool anymore you know what i mean like it was never cool with me but i think people got to such extremes that we're now saying actors can only play roles that they lived and right that's not the point of acting to me Mm-mm. and there's a fine line between like representation and erasure and then just like literally y'all are gonna put out a bad product because y'all don't fucking have nobody good in this shit um so i think it just depends on how you look at it so yeah um okay go ahead i'm sorry no go ahead and i think for me i can say people feel different ways about this but racism is racism and so uh the i feel the way i feel is like it's racism in their countries too so so you know it's certain things that kind of translate no matter blackness is blackness to me and i understand everybody don't feel like that but this is just my interpretation of it and so like i said i don't have a problem yes there's a certain type of racism here in america that might not be duplicated anywhere else in the world but it does not mean that these people in these other countries don't deal with bullshit too yeah i just like i said i don't feel comfortable being like this black person don't deserve an opportunity correct because they not from america and you know i've heard people say shit like well they fix the racism in your country i'm like do you know how many black americans have gone to france as musicians because they were loved over there and during a time where it was fucking repressive as fucking america right like some of y'all favorites dorothy dandridge you know like you like they had to go there uh, eartha kit had to go there and start like a whole new career and we're welcome with open arms imagine if the people the black people over there was like fuck you you couldn't fix america first and then you can come over here like i just don't want to i don't want to carry that type of energy man i'm really trying to have love for all of us as long as you're not anti-black oh, long as i long as i don't ever catch one of these niggas like shitting on us i'm good if now if y'all got some type of interview with like lapita nyango or winston duke is like fuck black americans they ain't shit well then we can have a talk because th- th- we might have a problem but if if it's not that then hey man good luck i hope you get a job and i hope it works out i don't i really do i just don't want to give in to that 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 like you ain't from here shit you know and if it's and if that's the energy people have gotten you got to remember we from the south we don't really have a lot of exposure to uh different cultures and stuff in that way that people like up north might have where people immigrated from certain uh places and they kind of just ended up in new york or they ended up in la or whatever we don't really have that there's no 
like jamaican part of town here there's no african part of town here we have a blend of cultures but you have to seek it out you may not go to school with an african child well like someone from africa you may not go to school with somebody from africa your whole life right um so it's just it's just different here so i think i didn't grow up with that like us versus them shit Mm-mm. we all black we all got the same struggles when it comes to this motherfucking racism right uh i don't see people acknowledging the work that the descendants of slaves did to gain rights and freedoms that others come over here and enjoy um i know it's not a us versus them because we all black but it does feel good that beyonce celebrated us black folks who can only trace our roots as far back as the plantation yo i definitely take the good of beyonce doing that and the positive of it mm-hmm. and just leave it at that like that i'm not gonna extend the thoughts to and what about y'all coming over here enjoying all this freedom I'm like yeah man i mean how many black people from here have gone over to africa and been like this was a beautiful experience i've never seen a place where i wasn't worried about white people and how they felt about me i mean i hope africans won't turn to us and be like what well, do you enjoy that huh we right. got a black pre- we done always had black presidents you like how it feels we work for that you know like i hope that people can just look each other in the face and be like what's up my brother and my sister and keep it moving right that, that, that like i said that's that's kind of how i feel as long as you're anti-black i don't have a problem right i love jamel hill allegra right saying hey you too i've been playing catch up this week with your episodes i finally got to this week's game of thrones review i loved jamel hill i've been a fan of hers since uh her since i first saw her with michael smith on espn's his and hers it made me so happy to see a black woman talking sports in such a real and knowledgeable way anyway y'all had me rolling as usual on this episode she was fitting right in i love how you two make everyone feel comfortable and like they can let their hair down thank you you know you try you try best and then i think also just the 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 people that are dope shine through Mm -hmm. anyway i definitely have game of thrones thoughts but i'm sure you'll have enough feedback to cover most of my thoughts listen my dogs y'all it's no thought that it was left unturned i've seen how many emails it is it's impossible i will say real quick i may be one of the few that's still rooting for danny and i'm glad john and agon told john slash agon told danny the truth uh she does not need any more men being afraid to be honest with her uh yeah i'm glad for all that i don't know when everybody decided they were rooting against danny i'm not i'm not i'm still like not i still don't have a problem with her Mm -mm. like just because it's the starks don't change nothing for me i've been thought they were stupid so it's not even like i'm sitting around being like i just feel like they there has to be a way they can work this shit out that doesn't require them fighting to the death and that's the only thing i care about and maybe after the white walkers show up they'll realize oh yeah that's right none uh, of this shit matters this shit ain't that important Mm-mm. finally i've been missing lady olena's reading so i'm glad sansa has grabbed the mantle and is holding up high in the queen of thorns memory uh thank you thanks you to allegra thank you thank you uh yep and shout out to jamel hill for doing the show man mm-hmm. uh, it was like a shot in the dark just dm'd her like yo what, what you think about this and she was like i want to do it oh that was so much fun actually she was like hell yeah i want to review the thrones i was like oh okay uh mary says where have rod and karen been all my life i've been listening to your game of thrones podcast beginning last season i feel deep i fell deeply in love with those but today i just started listening to your other non-game of thrones episodes they're giving me life as you young people say young okay mary you did put miss mary in the email maybe i was supposed to be calling you miss mary um uh you know from the south that's how we do that yes uh but uh yeah there <laughs> um i listened to an old discussion on girls 
homecoming review and some other episodes from march your thoughts are funny intelligent insightful and affirming love 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 them i love your love too are you both from fayetteville i've I've got family there and was just there in september sincerely a new enthusiastic fan mary we are not both from fayetteville neither one of us is from fayetteville actually uh we went to school in fayetteville State. fayetteville state um so i know a little bit about the nom you know from my five years extended stay america plan Fort uh, <laughs> you know a little bit the about merch. about murchison road little, the merc uh, a little bit about seabrook park you know mm-hmm. i know a little bit a little something something but I w- i'm not from there though mm-hmm. but uh uh definitely uh made it through my tour of duty in there um and uh thank you for writing in thank you baby so and i'm born and raised in charlotte so uh let's see this is from i believe shima my thought on michael jackson and my is in caps so this is just your thought all right hey guys i love your show i just listened to the lieutenant white folks episode and i have a few opinions on it there's nobody that doesn't consume fucked up people content just like you said from r kelly to mj to kazi that's also where people i've talked to have the same dilemma talent over personality i've been a victim of sexual abuse as a kid and i know how much willpower it took for me to tell my parents so the people saying that the kids are lying need to relax they haven't had such experiences and shouldn't be out here judging whilst ignoring the obvious fact let me say this we don't know that those people haven't had those experiences sometimes it's people that have survived those type of experiences that are the most adamant about victim blaming Mm -hmm. and all that stuff we just we really just don't know because of the things that they went through but i thought about it and i came to the conclusion that if i don't want to see slash talk with my aunt that molested me while i was young i owe it to the those people their victims to do the same so and as much as we enjoy the artistic prowess of r kelly michael jackson etc i try not to watch that shit because it just glorifies them as predators and that's sad they shouldn't have the power we have to take it from them and give it back to the victims thank you well good luck with that mm-hmm. i am i guess more of a pragmatist i don't think we ever are going to get to the point where enough people take a stand in that type of way i don't think it's even a realistic goal what i do think is real is and maybe we can get to this is uh being like them niggas did that shit the minimal right like i think that's a realistic goal they did that shit we can get there because we've seen it in a court of law we've seen it with oj we've seen it with certain people we've seen it turn on r kelly mm-hmm. where now people go he did it. i just don't care but at least they say he did it like we've seen it change and i think that's more realistic than the we can get everybody not to listen that's like we go okay then i guess everybody's not gonna eat chick-fil-a that's not gonna happen but we, maybe we can get everybody to be like that being homophobic is wrong you know but like i said it's not a um either or i think people can do both and it's really up to you as an individual nobody can decide for you no they um, can't me personally i don't really boycott anything or anyone but i do have times where i'm just like this isn't fun and once it's not fun i'm out and it's never like a purposeful intentional political decision it's just like i can't listen to motherfucking r kelly without thinking about his crime so i can't even fuck it's not even fun to listen to that shit correct uh i still haven't seen that um nate parker movie Mm-mm. like it's just not fun anymore uh dim thrones i wasn't ready we got a bunch of the game of thrones emails and then we'll be out of here uh, also shout out to our girl shirley mm-hmm. shirley wong sent us a 10 full uh it was the avengers and it was full of tens uh it was full of kit kats yes it was the we still had a 10 but the kit kats is gone oh yeah i'm keeping the 10 
uh nerd geek ninja hey ryan karen jamel hill oh my god i love you okay i'll keep it quick as possible love this episode but i wasn't ready for aria and gendry i know massey is grown but uh it was like seeing my little sister or daughter i was screaming at my tv she's just a baby i'm not ready here's my mvp list for the episode one tormon weirdest flex with biggest stand two brand best all around three aria the best you can get it face four brianne best smile after being knighted five lady mormont greatest meme mug six sam best new resume seven signs of greatest shade throwing most unbendable knees and eight danny most determined even if she wrong last thing was it just me or did aria after the sex look like she wasn't feeling it uh like yeah killing better feels better than this love y'all this is so exciting thanks for listening and i don't know she just felt like she had put it on him and was like i still can i still can uh run around i don't know if that was the unsatisfied face or what yeah because she's such a warrior you don't know where her mind is yeah i thought she was just up thinking about the battle but probably knowing her yeah i know there were people that were disappointed that she wasn't like a lesbian like i saw that too that people were like wait she's fucking a dude i thought she would be blank and i'm like how okay well that's isn't it kind of weird to think she has to be anything like it's not like we had any hints toward one thing or the other really no, no it was like i just i know i just don't want to be girly that's all yeah uh game of thrones aria greetings rider karen this is from rebecca i love your podcast and i wish i found it before the vox story but oh well i'm here now right i laughed and laughed when you asked is this what it feels like to have kids that start to date yes in not so many words but after this last season i am right there with you i was not ready to see aria naked and putting the moves on gendry when she started to kiss him i was all my baby having her first kiss to oh my god my baby about to be plucked but but when she lifted her shirt bearing all the scars she acquired over the years and this is her uh what we think is her last night on earth she can have all the gendry she wants i was not ready for my baby to be so grown but damn it looked good on her about damn time people get on the signs of train too girl has been through hell asking the real questions these last two episodes and ain't talk, taking shit from no one hell to the yes agreed uh i was early adopted on the signs of train so you know all aboard and how are the directors gonna have ghosts huh oh. i'm just laughing and how are the directors gonna have ghosts at john's deathbed disappear for about half a season and then put him back in as a background filler not even a mention uh how you doing good boy fuck no that bullshit and i call that's bullshit and i call shenanigans i know we got death at our door and a huge ass story to wrap up in six episodes but that was just some bullshit yeah i can't wait for um you know ghost gonna make an appearance during this battle oh he gonna fuck shit up yeah at some point we're gonna think john about to get it and ghost gonna come out of nowhere mm-hmm. and help yeah, uh arias arias will still like that too i hope i hope ghost don't die though i hope not either and lastly a theory we didn't see the night king with the whites and the walkers at the doors of winterfell because he's on on danny's dead dragon viserian to bring cersei some frozen humble pie and raise him some more southern army just a thought yeah i've heard that theory as well that he's going to king's landing and we'll see you know i i mean because i haven't heard that the third episode leaked or whatever i don't mind reading the theory but yeah i will see that would be a great swerve i'm really glad i caught that box story because now i've added you to my podcast repertoire i spend 10 plus hours a day in a warehouse and i and i keep going from, keep from going crazy by listening to about six to ten podcasts a day can't wait to hear you updated 
for game of thrones season eight part two uh be well and uh much love to you too sincerely rebecca thank you baby yeah thank you for listening rebecca and i know that life you be in that office like i need some podcasts i'm gonna choke a motherfucker come on (laughs) like music ain't doing it no more i'm gonna kill somebody uh monique says hey ron and karen this show is so complex and i love it i thought i had a handle on it but every now and then i have to google things on the fly that don't click the intricacy of the interwoven storylines story made tracing the arcs between characters a bit difficult for this episode for me for example i was taken aback at how emotional and latest sansa and theon's reunion was this could be due to the fact that their time together was like season five i was still happy to see it once i dug into my memory i got the scene i wanted between lady liana and jorah she is the epitome of bees coachella version of bow down i love the reverence she receives from all the male characters and speaking of reverence what a stunning scene where jamie knighted brianne the respect and the investment from all the men in the room knowing she'd been through just as much if not more than some of them on the battlefield really struck a chord with me she's one of the most valiant and honorable warriors we've seen on tv and she's kept all her promises everything about that scene was so magnificently played i love the feeling of feminism and women's empowerment that has been happening to kick the season off especially with the big battle coming up where not all of them will fight speaking of that i love the way they set the conversation and not everyone needs to fight and there's no shame in especially for someone like Tyrion. we've seen him in a few battles and he's more of a tactician uh yeah uh, <laughs> i do think it's funny that uh brianne gets her promotion the day that everybody expects to die like ain't that some typical man shit come on well i guess now that we all gonna die let's go ahead and make a a woman a coach in the nfl <laughs> up the league dissolve i have i have minor conflicting feelings about that aria scene is it just me or is that all a bit much to witness <clears throat> we've seen her as 10 or for 10 as 10 or 11 years old at the start and now she's plotting the romantically void seduction of gendry and stripping down completely nude it felt like a whole lot gendry always came off as at least five or six years older than her because of the height difference i wonder how the scene came off to people who binge watch the show in less than a month was it crazy to see aria for go from a child to a grown woman doing whatever she wants it made sense because it was aria to me right like if you were to say rod write a scene about aria's first time having sex it would probably be something more along the lines of her being like aggressively like i'm going to fuck you because i'm in control of this experience and she found grindy to be a suitable person so that's how it came out to me i don't think i don't think it was everybody on the show i don't think of the people on the characters on the show i don't think ari is the i need to fall in love with a good man Mm-mm. and then finally fuck him type love, of woman no uh Tormund, my goodness is he not the best and yet also the worst thing ever i just love this character and the terrible puns in a heavy episode i i exploded with joy and laughter at all of his quips not only is he if he'll sure not sure if he'll get the big woman but he was definitely on brand at first sight when jamie was a slow burn and dipped uh on her for his sister uh right now john is more deserving than of the iron throne than danny she just wants it more and feels entitled he defended the realm in the night's watch he united the north and the wildlands beyond the wall he is focused on saving any and everyone in westeros while others are with the claim are only worried about sitting on the throne i think he started to want it and it could get complicated once he tells his starks 
side he was in the crypts staring at his mother liana like he finally found his purpose and grounding danny isn't even concerned yet about winning the love of these people so maybe mahissa to her own people she may be mahissa to her own people and break her chains but westros knows nothing of her but the lore stories and scary dragons um yeah it'll be interesting if john wants that throne because i have a feeling he don't oh, oh no no he's never wanted it. i think mm-hmm. he would take it if something happened to danny and like she died and mm-hmm. then the dragons was basically his or something yeah, i think even if they have a talk because they didn't talk but his whole thing would have been like i don't want the throne i and i think if they would have had long enough before the horns blown he'd have been like boss i don't want the promotion right like she's all worried like this nigga gonna try to take my throne and he's like i don't even want this job okay right i want to go back to being mm. magic johnson right i didn't even want to be king of the north um yeah i just want to go back to being magic johnson real quick um uh is my feed down in the chat i see zinzi said something happened to me am i am i not here guys i don't Can know everybody hear me uh I was say, if it's happening to you, it's happening to me. I see you moving on my screen. I see you too. So I see in here. Okay, cool. All right, let's get to the next thing she wrote. Uh, that conversation she. Uh, Why did you refresh? No, I don't know what I did. I don't. I didn't refresh. I was saying, waiting for you to reconnect. Now on my side. Okay, I'm coming back. All right. Um, <laughs> that conversation she had with <laughs> with Sansa was delicious TV moment. Uh, the moment they had squash beef. The tricky thing about the North not being in the knee again got played like the big Joker and the peace talks crumbled. Sansa is more of a champion of the people right now, even in the way she handles Winterfell's business. If Danny can't win over Winterfell, how is she going to make the fickle people uh, in King's Landing respect her? We shall see. I'm excited to witness the transformation of Danny's approaching uh, approach to winning the hearts of these people if possible. There's an interesting conversation to be had regarding the Enochs in this show, but perhaps that's for another day. I wish us all strength and full hearts this weekend. It's going to be a wild ride. Be safe and sound, y'all. Monique. Thank you. And yeah, mm-hmm. I, I feel like the Avengers got to show up. That's the only way they've beaten the fucking Night King. It's a problem. Uh, let's see. Charles writes in, um, what up, House Jackson, uh, of the Kingdom of Wakandians? uh another slow episode lets me know niggas is about to start dying left and right and i'm here for it. i love a lot of the characters at winterfell but two with everyone straight week uh two straight weeks of everyone kissing and hugging has me fiending for some death that's how i know game of thrones has turned me into a psychopath why don't no! I, why don't i want people to just be happy on a different note gotta give a shout out to sophie turner the actress who plays sansa she's definitely been hanging around some black girlfriends her reads are savage and that look she gave danny in the first episode was straight up out of black girl shade playbook plus this last week sophie posted a video to her instagram story that sealed it for me if y'all haven't talked about it here's the link uh it's short yeah i saw this she she was drinking some wine and watching game of thrones and uh she sounded a little she did sound a little drunk or something um but uh she she was talking about the scene where Arya fucked gendry mm-hmm. and it was like uh it's easter and he was hop hop hopping up in some pussy <laughs> hold on let me see if i can that's fucking hilarious i was like is this girl she is so ridiculous for this uh i don't know if it's on my screen yet it is that's hilarious it's showing yes it is okay hold on i don't know if the sound on i haven't played it i haven't clicked play yet um but yeah uh sophie turner spills a tea on aria and gendry love scene 
In honor of Easter, I guess Game of Thrones wanted the storyline to have a little Easter bunny hop, hop, hopping into that pussy. (laughs) And that's the tea. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, she finished off the glass. You know, that glass was fooled all the way to the top. (laughs) She finished it with, and that's the tea. It sounds so funny, her accent. Oh, love the show. One of the best parts of my week. Thanks, Charles oh man that's so crazy oh that's fucking hilarious let's see we got we got another one here um we actually got quite a few uh but some of y'all were shorter this week so thank y'all for those who reduced Mm -hmm. uh, the length of y'all's because like i said it's a lot um uh eve says hi rod karen and jamel this episode had me all up in my black ass feelings mainly because of all the sweet moments i just know these people are in danger now because of the setup a culling is coming and i feel like some of our faves won't make it whenever they highlighted someone like podrick or tormont or davos i just shook my head i was screaming with my girl liana mormont was like she was gonna fight she a real one but i think the only thing she gonna be next week is a real dead <laughs> Arya went from a girl with no drawers to a girl with no hymen. She chopped Gendry's blacksmith and Baratheon bastard cakes to smithereens. Yes, she did. She rocked this world and put old boy to sleep. Rest in peace to both of them. Tormod, <laughs> they died, both of them. Tormod still looking for the big- He gonna wake up in the days. Tormod still looking for the, that big woman, but Brienne looks so disgusted and I was all for those two hooking up until he told that breast milk story brianne as long as you put your fingers got your fingers you can get your own pleasure speaking of brianne that was really sweet that she became knighted even if it was by Ramey. rest in peace uh, jamie rest in peace brianne while i hope some of my faves survive i need jamie to die in the most horrific way i don't care how many heroic or gallant things he does fuck him to the hottest depths of hell may the night king rip his incestuary balls off and make him eat them and then shove the golden <laughs> hand up his up his butt EVE. Well, damn. He the new Henry. Now, see that kind of energy for him, I get. Uh, uh, yes. When you yes. had that energy for Henry, you were just out of place. That's all it is. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> uh, we're about to get cut off, so I'm gonna go to the next session, and also I have to pee, everyone. Okay. All right. All right. And through the miracle of time travel, we are back. Mm-hmm. Um. So this is from Notorious EVE. Notorious EVE says, "Them Thrones, my G." good evening to your to you house of obsidian men of benefication black altars gonna keep this short so pod is looking thicker than a snicker lip slurp yeah i noticed that too i was like pod done, uh try to become a snack ain't he uh he been hitting the gym i mean know someone said something about cuddling up to a big dude if you're gonna be up north my pick would be to go with the big dick with the vocals and he can swing a sword i'm here for it right i feel like he never go to bed alone up there Mm-mm. while i hate jamie i missed i missed all his bars and facial expressions i love how his response to being on trial was yes they deserve to die they deserve to burn in hell <laughs> um it's season eight and john is still dumb yeah i mean well come on now it was gonna be <sighs> if you keep winning this way then the, how you think they're gonna be he's not he's not the smartest guy Rygar may be John's father, but he still is Ned's son. Why did he tell Danny, come on, man? He could have held on to his lineage till after. I mean, where is the planning? Where is the strategy? Has he learned nothing from Sansa? At least wait until you get one of them dragons on your side, even the odds. Just no, no. I'm not sure if this is considered a plot hole or not, but all of the Northerners are now in Winterfell. Where is Mira? 
where is her house and her people i know that she had a falling out with emo brand but she can fight good we he we know all hands on deck yeah i want to know what happened there's just like casting where i was like man this that's one person too many i don't know what happened mm-hmm. but i thought about her as well lastly danny might be the queen but sansa is running this show from the loyalty she has from theon uh the northerners and her family danny is sleeping on professor sansa x i love your amazing uh, recaps guys i can def i can i can't believe we don't have four episodes uh more to go uh what will we do without them thrones recaps stay blessed notorious ev i don't know man me either we'll try to figure something out man i know we're gonna probably lose some people that like i was just here for the thrones and mm-hmm. that's fine that's fine but hopefully other other people will find other things that interest them in our show agreed uh leonard brother says what up niggas that includes you too jamel anyway i'm just writing uh in to share a few quick thoughts about this episode and them thrones before i do that i want to give jamel and her boo props on powering through the series so quickly it was pretty dope to see her live tweet along the way glad she was able to catch up and join us all for the final season anyway son son everyone is going to die you know damn well there ain't no way in hell we're going to have all these warm and fuzzy moments and not have our hearts ripped out and eaten by a dothraki queen speaking of which are y'all ready for danny to make this hill turn i feel like it's been building for a while but hearing that shit about john might be the thing that makes us say fuck it and pour hot grits on everyone (laughs) (laughs) i don't know man I, i think everybody thinks there's gonna be like this amazing thing i i I just can i just say i want to see if they survive the battle right like i just don't know that any of this matters if they die during this shit or they get their ass whooped and they gotta go back to the iron owls or whatever i just don't know that any of this is gonna matter so we'll see i can't people feel so like convicted in a prediction like this person gonna do this i'm like i don't even know if that person gonna live uh shout out to brianne for being knighted though that was a dope moment shout out to tormod for being both a street harasser and a feminist all at once there's layers to this shit bruh oh and finally huge shout out to aria for getting some sex she smashed genji's baratheon case smith the rings i can't front it was a bit jarring at first because we never seen her that way but once but once you thought about it i was with it uh plus a girl is not a girl anymore so it was a it was age and end of the world appropriate the fact a girl has a nice side boob also helped and i'm the am i the only one who heard t-shirt and panties by adina howard playing during that scene all right i'm already peace uh, she ain't have no t she ain't had no t-shirt or panties on so i definitely didn't one. that's a song i definitely did not hear mm-hmm. i think i was listening to i ain't got no panties on ain't got no panties on i ain't got no panties on on the dance floor uh on the dance floor <laughs> shout out to my real uh my real um late night be late night bet watchers that know about that uncut come on and uncut my nigga my real my real sleaze bags <laughs> before creflo came on it was like yes, creflo came on at like five or six put your dick back up mm-hmm. uh julie writes in like Tormund arriving at Winterfell, wasting no time to get to Brienne, I'll keep it brief and get to the point. I can't imagine watching this last season without y'all couldn't do it, wouldn't do it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Fresh off a of homecoming, I recognize that what you do is a combination of a whole lot of wit and a whole lot of work. So I'm grateful you chose to channel the spirit of Beyonce, who in my mind waits just as eagerly for your recap. Thank you and much love. Listen. Thank you. If I found out Beyonce had ever listened to a second of the Blackout Tips. Split second. Probably would just go ahead and retire on top. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's that's it. 
I, like i don't know what i'm sure like beyonce listens to like the read but i don't know if she's uh listen to this you know um dostack says greetings queen and karen and sir rod of house tips as well as jamel of house hill y'all that was such a dope episode who else could hear the spinners crooning and falling in love as aria was throwing those knives um telling uh about falling in love i'm sorry telling gendry that knives ain't the only thing she willing to throw for him <laughs> aria slice aria slice gendry's cakes down to smithereens and that nigga was knocked out good for aria uh danny be making the best i don't know what to ask i don't know i don't want to ask your manager but i will if i have two faces when talking yeah. to sansa and i'm completely behind sansa standing her ground against danny and i always appreciate the john snow height slander maybe danny should be less worried about sansa bending the knee and more about her nephew babe blowing her back out which danny completely cuban beat wow podrick really had those pipes to go along with that pipe that's a winning combination right there <laughs> I shed a thug tear seeing Brienne get knighted to get the validation she sought for so long. Brienne has been one of the most honorable and sadly unlucky characters in the show. And to finally see that validated was real sweet. Valor Margulis, y'all. Now, but now, but really though, everybody probably going to die next week. The Night King is playoff LeBron James. Everyone we care about are the Toronto Raptors and Reek. Reek is Kyle Lowry seriously did folks forget that he is arm he that the iron more suck at everything like the raptors at least Aww. reek gonna be the horrible death uh wait at least reek gonna i guess get the horrible death his child killing cowardly ass deserves my apologies for the limp peace y'all thanks though stacks thank you baby miss marty cans writes in y'all were funny as per use this episode is the family you have and the family you choose much like home it was i lubricating warning for the next episode y'all commentary had me thinking about that now i have got to rewatch i'm shooketh brand is my fave but i be like but i'd be like how do they not get frustrated with him me too great work because nobody else is i don't know if it's a writing failure or what but nobody else on the show has watched all the dvds except brand but all of them ha <laughs> all of them be like okay i guess that's cool what he just said i'm like wouldn't y'all really be like i don't know what the fuck you talking about i was like we ain't gonna argue we ain't gonna argue gray worm certainly hit jamie with the do something as miss hill said when he gave jamie uh who came empty one-handed to the big show uh when he gave him a sword back so i'm not in the sense i have i started watching the season three and immediately saw how she could annoy people but i never saw why people hated her ever she was a kid now she is smart i still say she is not the craftiest little finger Tyrion various uh various but uh she is also surrounded by people who are not as clever as her most of the time now she's in a position to rule over her homeland which was part of the seven kingdoms when she was growing up and she doesn't want it to be passed around just like her she's basically taken by the south and passed around uh, even though uh, the veil had was her family and they were tripping uh she should have been able to stay there i blame Littlefinger for that i get her point it could have it could be seen as bad timing and power hungry for her to bring that up after john bent the knee already as he was king, the king of the north but i think there's a difference uh yeah i think sansa is is i think one of the things you have to think about sansa's character arc is this now that she has the means to protect herself why would she ever give that up never going back and 
she looking like we remember what happened last time some one of y'all came up here it was not good and she's like i'm in a place of safety i'm not going back yeah and a per- on a personal level now that you have that i don't see her just being so cavalier with like well i guess i trust you new person also we be out here judging these people as if they all watch the show da- daenerys did not watch season one through five she knows nothing like her nephew boo also cersei uh why would you about cersei why would she trust or distrust her any more than the queen sitting on the throne she won't sansa was like you should not have trusted her but why wouldn't she trust Tyrion's word on his sister he was wrong and as y'all said she need to get in his ass now you want to vouch for her, her your brother see this is how the pyramid scheme starts this is how schemes like theranos thrive voucher for folks who may not be worthy of the vouchers yeah the only problem i think i have with this is um when danny fires a nigga it's normally like some death type shit yeah, so i mean yeah she really fires like fire fire right so i think um between uh jorah and sansa they were really trying to make sure Tyrion ain't get killed right like i don't think it was just a matter of like don't be mad at him it was just kind of like we don't. know if you don't forgive him you will probably fucking like kill him or punish him in some type of fucked up way and we just want to let you know like he fucked up but that shouldn't be the end of everything he's ever done for you agreed um and as far as um treating people like they seem to i mean that's kind of the thing for everybody right like Mm -hmm. danny is also treating them like they should know she's not the you know this this woman that's like her 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 mad the mad king father that burns people alive and just is out here just fucking you know dominating people well they don't know they ain't get to be in them rooms with masandi and gray worm and see every little intricate decision she made and how she compromised and how she learned her lesson and how she won't be doing certain things again they don't know any of that shit all these people are meeting each other for the first time for right. a lot of them um let's see our boy friend zone um oh wait hold danny however had similar trauma like sansa but she didn't have a home or loving or living parents growing up she was on the run her whole life and the only family she had was the one her brother was her brother who was trash she grew to love her husband but she belonged to him and she initially and he initially raped her all she has had to uh all she had was her drive to become the first president of the united states i mean the first queen of westeros she didn't have to free all the slaves never forget she's a career woman I sound like you just kind of on team danny and that's fine i I don't have a problem with team danny i think Mm -hmm. everybody's making these like weird ultimatums but i don't see why they couldn't somehow coexist agreed our boyfriend our boyfriend zone is her best advisor i'm glad she took him back that may have been the last really good decision she made i think if she was a man that had beheaded the tarleys uh i swear people would not act like this the tarleys who uh, let's not forget turned on lady alina to join the lannisters and lady o was with danny so i am not about to act like she was a mad queen for that she does not however have west Rossi diplomatic skills at all she had no family no friends just advisors and handlers she has no social skills she's cute so she gets the men's but she has only masandi who is trying to lead the north and go down to the caribbean with her boo yeah the thing i would say uh that i don't know if people have thought about but when it comes to that, them not bending the knee, she didn't have to kill them, though. No, there's always options. She could have imprisoned them, and that was the, that. That was the thing. Like 
he was like you killed everybody like my daddy okay my brother too like goddamn yeah so i mean you just got to know that that's gonna play bad with somebody because it's gonna always be somebody that's like they not taking the message of oh you killed them i'm scared of you and i will do what you say some of them are like you killed them what kind of fucking leader are you are you really gonna be somebody compassion right if danny had listened to lady elena she would have been a dragon burned up the red key uh gave that food from the lannister army to the people of king's landing and taking the army and her own to the north to help fight the dead i will also say that when robert was king and ned ruled the north things were good and it could have been like that that see that was the thing i I was thinking when people were bringing up the like no they got the bend and i was like but couldn't couldn't you just do what they did the very first season where robert was the king and and um ned's just the king of the north like does it have to be one of these motherfuckers must die john don't want the throne no he don't that's my guess anyway maybe they're gonna make john go 180 and he's gonna be like i do want the throne uh the shoot to the boy is mine had me crackling cackling no girl unity i wanted them to get along but i knew better um tormund certainly look drinks hennessy black when rod said danny was like i know you don't think i flew my dragons up this cold ass place for you to act a fool i was holding in my lap at work my office mate was like what is wrong with her thanks i like to keep these folks on their toes finally yes gilly is the black china of westeros isn't she blessings uh and light and love and many thanks to you sir and lady of house tips mimi thank you and i think we have one more um yep we do this is from Nutboy who says jamel hill was a great guest she was down to earth and it could be heard in all your voices no disrespect to your other guests but she was a nice breath of fresh air i really like this episode and lastly she has one of the greatest sounding voices okay okay is also very very sexy all right nut boy um she's engaged uh, calm down uh again rod great show great guest and thanks for providing an uplifting day for me hey i'm glad you enjoyed the show we're glad yeah thank you for uh listening thanks to everybody that fucks with our recaps i know that they're mm-hmm. uh they're different than a lot of other people's recaps and that's why i like doing them same all right i gotta get out of here i'm gonna be late to meet my friends for drinks so i will talk to y'all later and uh we may or may not do an episode tomorrow but i know coming up this week we have kasim bentley who is a comedian who has an uh, album coming out he'll be a guest on the show and then jl covan will be recapping game of thrones with us on wednesday so yes. very busy week for game of, uh for house tips okay uh also um don't forget don't just look at this episode in your feed of me interviewing kareen taylor and skip it like right i know it's an interview it's not a typical show but i mean you might be informed you might be encouraged about the environment and uh, i hope you guys at least learn something so same all right until next time i love you i love you too